This episode is sponsored by Stuart Arango Oral Surgery. Learn more at saoralsurgeons.com. And Kathy L. Wall State Farm Agency. Learn more at kathylwall.com. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we're catching up today. Yes. Well, we're wishing everyone a happy new year to begin with. It's our first episode of 2024. Yeah. Happy 2024 and happy year of the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) I love dragons. I do too. That's why it's kind of an exciting year. It's leap year this year too. Oh, very nice. So, you know, lots of stuff going on. Well, this is not a new year, new you episode. It's just a new year episode because I hate when people say that, like, what was wrong? with the old you. I kind of agree. It's almost it's like, almost like enforcing that you need to change yourself. Exactly. You need to do some work. It's a little insulting. I mean, we all do need to do some work, but yes. you, you know, we don't have to completely reinvent ourselves for it. Well, so speaking of that, did you actually, I, I hate to say it because you just said you hate it, but did you make any, like I, I heard somebody say on the, the morning news this morning, I'm not doing resolutions. I think they're ridiculous. So I just wonder, did you have any resolutions or well, I think semi? I, I stopped calling them resolutions a while back because I just feel like we like make this big long list of of all the stuff we want to change in the year and it's rare that we accomplish it Mm -hmm. so I've just started calling them goals okay I like goals for the year and I haven't completely done them yet but I am going to try to be making some changes like uh, just um, be better at planning for the future Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I get that. Definitely something that needs some work on. And um, just slowing down and uh, taking a step back and, and just doing things a little bit better. Yeah, uh, that makes sense to me because I agree with you. I kind of feel like you are similar to me this way in that we're sort of hell-bent on self-improvement at all times. So it's not like January <laughs> rings in a whole new whatever, you know? That's true. We're I mean, always like, what can I fix? What can I fix? I mean, January you know? is like, you know, we have a fresh slate. But yeah, you're right. We're just constantly trying to do things better and improve and all that kind of thing. So, um, well, I put together an end-of-year recap video for us that I've posted on social media And it's so interesting because, you know, you go through the motions of your year and you don't really completely appreciate what you went through during the year. Mm -hmm. We had some really good memories. Yes, I like that. I saw that video and I like it. I like what you're doing. And um, and I agree. Like, you have to take stock in the year. I think that's a better way to look at New Year's, right? Taking stock in what happened over the past year instead of saying, what do I need to improve? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we just had so many good interviews. We met a lot of interesting people, mm-hmm. did a lot of great events. Mm-hmm. We have a hell of a year. I agree. <laughs> and I think it, it will be good to do different different ones and new ones this year, new events and new people and just, I don't know, just uh, infuse a little new energy into it, which yeah, I always like to do. Definitely. Well, we always need to be reinventing ourselves or, or people might get tired of it. Exactly. <laughs> or us. Tired of us. <laughs> never. Never. I wanted to read you something really nice that somebody sent the other day. Okay. And this ties in with, I think, gratitude is something that a lot of us, myself included, kind of forget to to show. And this, somebody showed you and I some gratitude and it literally made my day. Okay. She said, this is a woman that's about to move here. I wanted to wish you both a happy new year and thank you for being such an incredible resource to me. My family is moving to the Park Cities this summer. We're so excited, but also a little scary because we're moving a one-year-old and a three-year-old away from our very close-knit community. It gives me such peace of mind listening to your podcast and learning about the endless advantages that Park Cities has to offer. 
from your descriptions of the community to the schools to the restaurants and the events. I truly cannot thank you both enough. You're also such a delight to listen to. So grateful for the Bubble Lounge podcast. Wishing you both, you and your families, the happiest and healthiest 2024. I look forward to hopefully meeting you when in Dallas. Okay, I like that. And that's the sweetest She better thing. come to our next party. Oh, she has to, <laughs> for sure. But that just, it really made my day. Like yes. when, when people reach out and show appreciation, it just makes it, you know, mm-hmm. all worth it. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, Park City's families, we all feel that pinch of rising home insurance, don't we? But there is a solution, and it's closer than you think. Meet Kathy L. Wall, State Farm Agency. She's not just our trusted show sponsor. She's also the expert you need to navigate these unpredictable insurance waters. Why get lost in a maze of policies and rates? Kathy has a knack for simplifying it all. Call 214-350-2692 or stop by kathylwall.com to schedule a meeting. She's ready to review your homeowner policy and pinpoint where you could be saving more money right now. We trust Kathy wholeheartedly, and once you chat with her, you'll see why. It's not just about rates. It's about trust, expertise, and peace of mind. So don't let rising homeowner insurance costs catch you off guard. Contact Kathy L. Wall State Farm Agency now at 214-350-2692 or visit kathylwall.com. With Kathy L. Wall on your side, you'll have an agent you can trust and help secure your family's future. Finding an oral surgeon is hard enough for yourself, and when it comes to your kids, it can feel impossible. We suggest our friends at Stewart and Arango because from emergencies to wisdom teeth and everything in between, they have you covered. Stuart and Arango are board certified with MDs who specialize in full scope oral, facial, and implant surgeries for both children and adults. Not only is their office state-of-the-art, they lead the industry with the most advanced techniques and procedures. And when it comes to safety, they are pediatric and adult advanced life support certified and use a three-day local anesthesia, which keeps you comfortable while limiting the use of opioids. Best part is they're conveniently located at Northwest Highway and Hillcrest Avenue. So if you want the best of Big D caliber oral care, come see the friendly staff at Stuart Narango. To learn more about them or book your appointment, visit saoralsurgeons.com. That's saoralsurgeons.com. So um, what about you? Have you set any goals or resolutions? Okay, uh, you and Sean will laugh at this as I say this, but my really my only goal that I set, obviously it's the usual, like we all want to be in better shape or we all want to do something, something better. But I feel like I really have to get better at social media. Um, and that's my big thing is to get more involved in it and to actually participate. So I've been doing that. I think that you would be great at it. There's this one actress that I follow that I'll send you her account. But mm-hmm. she posts constantly and she's hilarious and just does cute little snippets all the time. That I th- And it's so easy to do. It is. I, I think just I think- just avoided it because I just have so many things going on that I always try to worry more about the content and what I'm doing creatively instead of sharing it. And now I have to take it to the next level and do that and share it. (laughs) I get that. Well, that's actually on my list is to stop the scrolling addiction (laughs) for me. I like, I'm wasting a lot of time doing it. I mean, it just sucks you in. It's designed to do that. It's, Mm -hmm. It's designed to be sticky and addictive. And it has gotten me like since we started the podcast, I got more into social media because I think for small businesses, it's the best way to get your message out there and mm-hmm. and let people know about new episodes and all that. So 
it was kind of the opposite for me. I kind of got a little too addicted too to into it. it. Yeah. So I want to just post. You want to pull it back. And go. <laughs> post what we need to post and move on and yeah. stop scrolling. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure how that's going to happen because it's for sure an addiction. Like it's going to take some work. Well, it's really interesting because it's become uh, such a platform for people to share things. For example, on my way here, I was looking at Facebook and my friend just posted that her mother passed away, which is really sad. But to be honest, I'm not the person who shares that kind of stuff on social media. I don't either. You know, mm-hmm. so so of course, I, I immediately texted her personally. You yeah, know, that's right. what I did. And I sure. said, I'd like to call you, whatever. But I didn't. I didn't comment necessarily on the post. Sometimes I don't. I don't know how to do that, you know. Yeah. And I think right. it is how people share it. And I think I said like I put like prayer hands or something. But um, I do prefer a more personal interaction. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Well, I mean, in some cases, I'm with you. I don't like my dog died a year or two ago, and I never posted that. And everyone posts about their dogs and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but for some people, that's just how they get the word out. It and is. Yeah. You would never know it happened, probably, if you weren't looking at Facebook. Well, that's the interesting thing is, I guess I'm a little old school and that I would I would think somebody would send out a text and say, hey, by the way, my mother just passed away. Yeah. But instead, they do it on Facebook or Instagram, et cetera, or X. And I get it. Like, that's their way of doing it. Yeah. So everyone's different. Yeah, exactly. You know, X. I, I can't call it X. It I know. X. I just did. I did it so seamlessly. <laughs> Aren't you impressed? <laughs> I do not understand why he changed the name of Twitter I don't to either. X. I mean, it's we all know Twitter. Why would you change that? I think because Elon <laughs> Musk like thinks he's a space cadet. <laughs> a little bit like Tom Cruise. Like I think they both sort of have live in space, and they might even have like a planet somewhere that we don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that that was the answer right there. Yes, because he's Elon Musk, and he can. So exactly. Why not? Anyways, <laughs> it's crazy, but um, you know, I think. Self-care is so important as moms Mm -hmm. and working people. We just get so busy doing our daily life and you kind of forget to to take care of yourself. I can't remember the last time I had a massage. Yeah. Or even just, quite frankly, just sitting still for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just taking time to yourself. mm -hmm. Whatever whatever you like to do, to do it, for sure. Okay, so speaking of taking time for yourself, what was your Christmas like? How was your New Year's, et cetera? It was really nice. Um... It's so good to have Alexis home. Like, mm-hmm. I know you enjoy having Charles home. Mm-hmm. It just changes the dynamic. I got so used to her not being there. And now at this, this break, when they're in college, good Lord, it lasts a long time. I'm glad. We have two more weeks. <laughs> I know. I'm excited we have two more weeks. And I feel like it's been the busiest couple of weeks. And I'm like, I still have two weeks with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know. I just kind of made that realization a couple of days ago myself. It's So now I'm getting used to her being around again. And now I'm going to have to go through the whole adjustment of getting used to her not being around again. So it's like this back and forth. But yeah, it was really nice. We were just here the whole time. We didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, family from Fort Worth came over. Yes. So um, yeah, it what was did you nice. make? I'm just curious. What do you guys do for Christmas dinner? We had ham, and we also had brisket this year. We got a little crazy and oh, had good. two options for the meat. Very Texasy. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So and um, we made a pumpkin pie, and then this white chocolate cranberry cake that is to yum. die for it's a bunt cake mm-hmm. and it is so yummy it's so great and um corn souffle and i forgot what our other two sides were we had a couple of other things well just the process <laughs> of making it together is fun oh yeah you know definitely definitely well what about you on your trip so we went to the hamptons to the new house which was really nice and i i know i told you between the two houses are our, our elderly 
friends who are were friends with my parents. Uh-huh. So they came over for Christmas, and we did. We actually went to their house for Christmas Eve, and they did the Seven Fishes. They're Irish, but it's an Italian thing, oh, which nice. I frankly didn't really know about. Uh-huh. But you're supposed to eat seven fish. Oh my! I had no clue because I was not raised very Italian at all. Um, so we did that, and then on Christmas Day we did, you know, my favorite, the filet mignon log, and um, and a bunch of sides, and it was so much fun. And we actually went to the American Hotel in Sag Harbor. Mm-hmm. There are only two places open in all the Hamptons on Christmas, and there's the American Hotel, and there's um, Pierre's in Bridgehampton, and that's it. So it's kind of fun to go to because it's packed and people are dressed up, and I mean these towns are so cute and Christmassy. I could imagine, you know, like yeah. with the trees everywhere and the the wreaths and the lights and. Um, just, I mean, honestly, East Hampton, where we are, is two streets. It's just two streets that cross. Is that right? That's it. I had no idea. Yeah, people don't realize that. No. The Hamptons are very tiny. I pictured it a lot bigger. Nope. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to just, like, walk around and do, I don't know, that, that small town feel. It almost feels like Vermont or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so it was pretty crowded. There's a good amount of people there. It was crowded in a good way. I love winter out there because mm-hmm. there's a crowd, as in... Places are open and it's fun, except on Christmas Day. And, uh, but yet there's not the traffic. You know, the traffic oh, yeah. can be horrendous. Right. Yeah. So, and then I also, I went for one night to my friend's wedding. Uh, my friend who helped raise, so this one family we're very close to from Los Angeles, who Charles went to school with. Um, it's her sister. Her okay. sister was their nanny. Uh-huh. So they all lived together. So we all kind of raised our kids together, you know, before we moved here. And a little bit after we moved back. And so she just got married to her girlfriend at a wedding that I just have to tell you about. It was so much fun and so different. Um, first off, the dog was walked down the aisle, <laughs> which I thought was so cute. Um, second of all, they had a choir. Like, they both work in the church. And they okay. had a choir that sang Just Like a Prayer. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they sang Living on a Prayer and changed the words to it in the church. Oh, They're wow. singing Living on a Prayer. Oh, my. And then finally, the reception was at the church's gym. Okay. But it's the gym where Back to the Future was filmed. No way. So it was a Back to the Future <laughs> wedding. Isn't that funny? That is so fun. The gym was decorated exactly like that. Oh my gosh. That's really creative. <laughs> yeah. So it was very creative and very fun and very different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to a non-traditional wedding. Yeah. And it and was it at a United awesome. Methodist Church. It was it was a traditional setting, but they did it non-traditionally, yeah, right. which was really interesting. No, that sounds fun. You know? Yeah. I mean... Why, why do the same old thing over and over again? Yeah, and my friend Spice wore a white suit and red shoes, which I thought was cute. <laughs> and then her bride wore a yeah, traditional Monique Louis-Lier dress. Oh. So, uh, but it was fun. And I love the dog walking down the aisle. That oh, was my favorite. My Everybody laughed. Now, did the dog have a job? Was the dog the ring bearer or no, anything like the that? Dog just, just walked for fun? Just cute, like the <laughs> Westminster dog show, walking down. <laughs> That's so funny. Did the dog have a handler or did yes. the dog know no, what to do? No, the dog had a handler. <laughs> and then I saw the dog. The dog had so many handlers that the dog was actually <laughs> then put into a car and sent home afterwards. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Not welcome at the reception. Exactly. <laughs> so, And then I got sick, which was really nice, or right before that, right, I remember. You did. That's uh, that's no. Good. So I missed that fun party. How was that party? It was really fun. It yeah. was really. It was. Um, it was uh, non traditional. Okay. Too. Yes. Um, lots of people. Lots of beautiful decorations. And uh, what Nellie's talking about is there's these two guys that one of our mutual friends brought to our four year anniversary party at the Lumen Hotel, and so we just kind of got to know them through that. And I've stayed in touch with them on 
Instagram, once again, social media. And they invited us to this party. It was in between Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really either or. But it was just a really interesting mix of people, you know, people that I don't normally uh, have a chance to, to get to know. And I just had a really good time. Everybody mm-hmm. I talked to was just very interesting and very, very nice group of people. Yeah. And it's fun to have a different crowd. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, non-traditional. I, I hesitate to mention this because some people get offended, but there were drag queens at the party. I like that. <laughs> which was really funny. They, yes. They were very over the top in the way they were dressed. And um, there were no kids there. So don't worry. You know, it was all age appropriate. Um, but it was, it was. There was no story hour. <laughs> don't get all, all upset. <laughs> exactly. No stories were read. They just were singing songs and dressed really crazy. But it was definitely entertaining. I'll tell Fun. you that. So what else is going on? Um, okay, so uh, I'm going back to do the uh, the docuseries. We'll start working on that again. Oh, yeah? And then we'll, we don't, won't even start editing until after February. Okay. So that's exciting. And now that's in Oklahoma? No, that's in L.A. Okay. I mean, we've done it everywhere we interview people is where it is. Got it. So the final interviews are in Los Angeles. Awesome. So we'll do that. So, awesome. I mean, we were Oklahoma, Kansas, wherever the people were. Yeah. We've, we've flown to them or we've flown them, depending on what works for them. And tell us one more time, just in case people didn't listen to the other episode where we talked about it. Tell us all about it. Okay, so it's called The Taylor, and it's about a tailor to the stars in Vegas in the 1970s, like Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe and the Folie Berger, and uh, super fun. And he kind of straddled the fence between the FBI and the mob. Yes. Because he became the biggest cocaine dealer in the 70s in Vegas. That is so insane. And so it's really fascinating, and it was a different time when the rules were, like, just think about how we fly now. Think, think about how we have to have our little three-ounce bottles uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. This was not the case then. Yeah. You know, so people were just carting stuff in from Cartagena. <laughs> and, you know, it was a, a whole different time, you know. Uh-huh. So it's an interesting story. And he's since passed away. And quite frankly, a lot of the people have since passed away, mm-hmm. which is a good thing and partially why we can tell the story. Because as you can imagine, there's a little bit of danger Sure. Calling out names on something like this. Yeah, definitely. Well, so is there a good amount that are still alive that you're able to talk to? Yes. There were there were the perfect amount, like DEA agents, um, some fully Berger dancers, uh, some of his siblings, his son, um, people who knew that he was straddling both fences. So Uh that's interesting. But I don't I don't know that they would have spoken before, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe five years ago. Yeah. Certain right. people had to pass away, which I'm, I'm not going to say. But, you know, I, I remember somebody said that to me and I thought, am I like in danger for hawking this project around? You know, without thinking, I just thought, oh, this is fascinating. You know? Yeah, right. So are any of the bad guys, quote unquote, still around? Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Well, so, so when will it be available? So we have to finish our interviewing by the end of February, okay. which means editing after that. Uh-huh. And summer, nothing comes out. So I would say September. That's okay. my guess. I mean, yeah. you know, it takes a while to edit. It takes a very long time to edit. It does. And to yeah. release something. So I would say September makes sense. You know how all the good stuff comes out in September. Yeah. Speaking of, have you been watching any Oscar movies? Have you watched anything? Um, I have not watched any Oscar movies. I have watched a new TV show. Well, it was new to me called Shrinked. Is that right, Sean? Shrinking, sorry. Okay. And it's really good. It's um, a, about a, a psychiatrist office. Oh, and okay. Just a really funny group of people that are therapists there and all their interactions with their families and 
boyfriends, girlfriends, all that kind of stuff. That's hilarious. It's very entertaining. Okay. What about you? Have you seen any? Okay, so some of the movies I've been watching were Anatomy of a Fall, which I thought was good, kind of a mystery. Um, I loved Maestro. Did you see Maestro? No. Okay, Maestro is <laughs> about Leonard Bernstein, a famous conductor. Yes. I would say it's really good, but it's everybody's giving it the same reviews. The acting's fantastic. Uh-huh. The cinematography is gorgeous. There's kind of no plot. Oh. So it's a little weird, but they flip back and forth from black and white to color, so it was pretty interesting. And, of course, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, but uh, I, I really liked The Holdovers and Poor Things. The Holdovers with Paul Giamatti, who's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And these are comedies. So they're, they're separated. We don't know the Oscar movies yet, but these are separated. The Golden Globes, they yeah. separate from into dramas and comedies. Right, right. So for some reason, The Holdovers, which was actually very depressing, is considered a comedy, which huh. I don't understand. That's interesting. <laughs> well, it will be interesting to see what happens. Now, will you be working the Oscars again? Yes, oh, I good. will. So, But it's not till March. It's late this year. That's what I'm saying is like, you know. It's coming up. I just started watching the movies early because I thought I'm going to vote on them and I just want to see them. So I'm paying for them instead of getting them delivered. But I just don't want to wait. Yeah. You know? No, I think that's good because there's so many to to catch up on. Mm -hmm. No, I have not done very well with my movies um, the past couple of years. So I'm not up to speed on any of those, actually. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of embarrassing. Well, a lot of them are just, you know, you you can rent them. You don't have to go see them. Yeah. Which is kind of sad that we don't go see the movies anymore, well, you know, as much. I thought that they had kind of changed that and they've gone back to the theater. I hope so. And but was, it, not for me, it hasn't changed. Like, I just feel like I get busy yeah. and it's easier to watch it at home. I yeah. hate to say that, but it no, is. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. But I was thinking that Barbie and Oppenheimer kind of got people out back yes, out there. that's true. Which was good because I just think it's such a fun experience with your, you know, your spouse, your kids, family to actually pick up and go. Mm-hmm. And most of the theaters have nice food options there now and cocktails and anything you'd want. So it's just, it's a fun experience. Yeah, that's making me want to do that because I should have seen Meister in a theater, but they released it widely for free to get people to watch it. Mm, yeah. So it was just available and I was like, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should splurge and go to the movies when something has like good sound or yes. special effects, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. If it's just your basic drama, maybe just do that one at home. Yeah. <laughs> do those at home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so what about you? What's coming up? What is coming up? Well, I briefly thought I was going to Florence. Okay. Kind of on a whim. Uh, one of my good friend's daughter is going to be studying abroad there, and she's going to be leaving at the end of January. Okay. And so my friend was going to go to get her settled in, and she's like, why don't we just make this a girl's trip, and yes. why don't you come with me? And I kind of went back and forth. You know, it's never a good time to do stuff like that. And then I was like, okay, yes, I'm in. And then she tells me that the daughter doesn't want her to come. No other parents oh. are coming. And to wait till, you know, a couple of months down the road to come and visit or something. So I guess there's hope that I could still go again. But Well, maybe go in like April. Yeah. Just don't go in the summer. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, just, it just it's gotten so crowded. It's amazing how people are traveling again, which is great. Oh, yeah. It's great. They're making up for lost time. They, certain, they certainly are. Like, everything's crowded, you know? No, I had read that this was a really good time to go because it wouldn't be very crowded. The weather mm-hmm. would be kind of cold, but, you know, bearable and all that. So I was pretty excited that it wasn't going to be too terribly crowded and, you know, started making my list of stuff I wanted to do. And then, then we got the rug pulled out from under it. <laughs> well, I have to say to everybody, this is just my piece of advice. Right now, it is so inexpensive to travel. Hotels are cheap. 
airfare is cheap, and it's going to go straight up when we all go on spring break. So, well, so if you want to go somewhere, go now. <laughs> I have not found that the airfares are cheap. I'm trying to book. I've, Blake has yet another lacrosse tournament coming up, and mm-hmm. the airfare is horrible. Really? Yeah. To yeah. where? At Palm Springs. And then okay. the flights are very limited. So as of this moment, he's going to miss probably two, two days of school, one and a half. And wow. Okay. Never a good uh, time to miss school. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just kind of back and forth if, we're, if that's going to work out. But yeah, the flights are not cheap yet. And I feel like in the past, as soon as January hit, you get bombarded with all these emails and ads everywhere talking about the cheap flights. And they are cheap. I booked some, like I booked Charles's flight back to Boston. It was one hundred and twenty dollars. Holy cow! I know one hundred and twenty dollars. What airline? American. Good lord! I when, know. When did you book that? I booked it right before the New Year. Oh my god! Yeah, I cannot believe that. But Palm Springs will always be expensive, yeah. and it's the season in Palm Springs, so it's yeah. kind of like flying to Florida. You yeah, know, like yeah, that's yeah. like a resort kind of January is a good time to go. So that might be why. I'll tell you when it's not a good time to go, June. Don't ever, (laughs) ever do that. When it's so hot? (laughs) It's it's miserable. I remember staying there with Chris and Charles and like we couldn't, we we were at the pool Mm -hmm. and it would burn our feet to walk. And we were like, oh my God, (laughs) just to walk to the pool. (laughs) No, I was with my friend from San Diego. So she had her car there and she has a Tesla and they have this, these giant chrome handles. We literally had to carry towels with us to open the car door because it was so darn hot. hot. Like you, our hands were just scorched when we would touch it. It was awful. Yeah, no, the whole place was awful during the summer. Don't, don't do it <laughs> Don't ever. do it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming up. And um, what else is coming up? Spring, when is your spring break? Do you know? Do, do they have different spring breaks, Blake and Alexis? Um, I think that they're the same. She is that would be going great. to Mexico with some friends, and he is going skiing with some friends. And I don't have plans. That's hilarious. <laughs> Once again. You're going to be, uh, is Sh- will Sean be out of town? He is going on the ski trip. Oh, good. So you'll have the house to yourself. I know. You can just lie around it naked. Could be fun. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I do when no one's there. Oh, my God. Um, no, but there is something to be said, and I'm sure all you women out there understand what I'm talking about. When your kids and your husband are gone, <laughs> your home is a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It feels so relaxing to be there by yourself. It just does. I was home last year for spring break, and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Didn't you clean out your entire house? I feel like you were like doing closets or something. It was That was probably my goal. Okay. Back to the <laughs> word goal. goal. <laughs> it was probably my goal, and I probably got like one done. I don't really remember. That's always a goal. I, I've got so many things that need to to be cleaned out and yeah. cleared out and get rid of stuff. It's an ongoing project that I can't seem to keep up with. I just lose my motivation because it's not fun, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So I get this big burst of dedication and I like get on it and I'm so proud of myself and then poof, something happens and I lose it. Well, I kind of like a lot of people have two speeds. If I'm <laughs> if I'm booked and I'm busy, I can accomplish so much. But once I slow down, if I slow down too much, I'm like, eh, maybe I won't do it. Yeah. Like I get a little bit lazy. Uh-huh. And and I find that I just, I, then I'm like, oh, I, I just sort of get moving a little bit later. I drink coffee too long. I just don't, you know, I don't yeah. produce as much as quickly. Yeah. You know? I, I think I might be with you on that one. I, I'm either full force or mm-hmm. late, lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating though. I wish I could keep up the momentum for the projects around the house. Oh, well. Um, so you don't have football. 
Um, not technically. Blake okay. has so okay. This yesterday he informs me he needs to be at the school at six a.m. for powerlifting. Okay. That was completely news to me. I had not heard anything of this, but apparently they have it like three days a week mm-hmm. on the off season. And then he's also supposed to stay after school to do some more type of training. I'm not even sure what. Um, we haven't really received communications. I think what they're doing, and I kind of agree and kind of don't, is you know they're older now. They're freshmen. They need to be responsible. They're communicating directly with the boys. Yeah. But that doesn't always translate back to communicating to the parents. You need what we have. You need the big gas station calendar that everybody makes fun of me for. <laughs> oh, I have that. I have okay, that. you do? Okay, I go. have that for the podcast mainly. Okay, I have it for our lives That's so on the funny. counter. And I, I, everybody has to write everything down, and that way you have to look at it. Well, because otherwise I forget everything. I'm very <laughs> visual, and I like to see like the month at the glance, like what yes. you're talking about, and uh, the gas station calendar. That's pretty funny. <laughs> no, mine's as big as Sean's computer monitor. Well, because it's big. mine is big and ugly. It's just one of those big ones that you see at a gas station. <laughs> You can't miss. Yeah. Like when people come over, I hide it because I'm like, they don't want to see the gas station. Next time I come over, I'm going to ask to see it. Where is that damn thing? That's really funny. But, you know, whatever it takes to keep us all on task. Exactly. You know, and remember all the stuff that we have to do. We all have way too much to do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. So does Blake go back to school Monday? He went back on the 3rd. We're recording this the day before. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize that. I thought they had a whole extra week. Well, I thought he was supposed to go on Tuesday. I was like, you're going to school. He's like, (laughs) I was like, you got to get ready. You got to go to bed early tonight. Get your stuff ready. All this. He's like, mom, I don't start till Wednesday. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're you're going tomorrow. (laughs) Then I look at the Highland Park calendar. I was like, oh, God, he's right. The one time that he gets the dates right, you know, going back to school. No, I. I would have had his little booty up there on yeah. Tuesday morning. <laughs> I'm so ready just to get our schedule back. You know, yeah. I say this every summer too. Like too much downtime and like winging it with the schedules. It just it starts to get to me. And mm-hmm. I I was really kind of in a funk the past couple of days just because I I feel like I need to be available to my kids even they they don't really want me for that much. Yes. Anymore. Yes. But if they're around, I feel like I need to kind of be around. Like yeah. I would have loved to have gone to get a massage, and I think Sean suggested I did that. And I was like, I just feel guilty doing that when they're around. But, yeah. I mean, the truth is they're just watching TV or, you know, not doing Yeah, they much. don't care if you go do something. <laughs> They'd probably not, wouldn't even notice if I left the house they probably for two wouldn't. hours. They probably wouldn't. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, he started back, and then she doesn't go back for a couple of weeks, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, I, why does college get so long off? Why Why do they need that much time off? Well, I don't know. We I talked to Charles about this, and I said, listen, when I had a month off, I worked. Like I, I would, whatever my summer job was, they'd be yeah. like, can you come work a couple of weeks? And I, and I did. So um, I said, you really have a lot of downtime. But as I always say, if you're playing a sport, and I'm sure you say this to your, you know, your son as well. I'm like, if you're playing a sport and, and he's going and working out three days a week and doing all that stuff over the holiday, to me, I think that's okay. That, that is a job in itself. Yeah. You know, and Charles is shooting some music videos for some people. But like the fact that he has to train always makes me say, okay, if you have to train, it, like if he was just sleeping till noon every day and doing nothing, I I would be yeah. a little bit irate. Right, right, right. right. Well, that's... and out till two. You know, doing the out, going out every single night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, Alexis was supposed to possibly be working at Sevy's, which is her summer job mm-hmm. last summer, and. So the first excuse was, you know, the wisdom teeth were coming out. I I don't really know how long it's going to take to recover. Then we moved into she was possibly going on a ski trip 
and that didn't happen. And there's just, you know, there's been a lot of reasons not to work. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish I would have could have come up with some of those reasons. Well, you know what? You know what you can do? Because I'm trying to get Charles to do this. Make her apply for internships for the summer. Oh. <laughs> because now's the that's time. That's good. Yeah. You know? And like at least then it's like you're looking him up. You're doing something. You're applying. You know? That's a really good idea. I'm going to yeah. write myself a note right mm-hmm. now so I don't forget. Yeah, um, because they're all gone by like February. Now, will he be back here this summer? I don't know. He might be in D.C. at CNN. He might be in L.A. at a couple jobs. Oh. Depends on who takes him. Right? Got, so, got a lot of options. So he's, yeah, well, he's applying, you know? Yeah. A lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. Possibilities. I mean, I don't want him to be gone the whole summer. Yeah. So I don't know. But we already planned a Hamptons trip with his college and high school friends in June. Very nice. And they all said yes right away, <laughs> which was a little daunting for me because I thought, oh, we're going to need two cars. Like, we, you know, we have to. So Chris has to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I didn't realize they would all say yes. I oh, thought wow. there were people who were like, no. And they're like, yes. Like how many people are we talking? Like 12. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a big group yeah. of guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. It's some girls, too. So okay, cool. Well, yeah. well um, yeah, I wish that we would uh, plan ahead as well. Listen to that, Sean, over there. Um, <laughs> because I do think the airfares will be lowered possibly next week. I, um, the channels that I'm looking at, yours are already lower, it sounds like. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's just my timing or the, like I said, maybe nobody wants to fly to Boston in January. <laughs> Which is possible, right? Because you're talking Palm Springs. I think that could, I think we could be onto something on that one. Because, you know, Sean went to college there and he tells me often about the snow and how cold it was Mm -hmm. and all that. So I kind of think that's your answer. I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why can't they have the lacrosse tournament in Boston? Exactly. In the dead of winter. (laughs) So, yeah, dead of winter in Boston. Charles is going (laughs) off to Boston to run. It's so funny because when he's running here, he's like, oh, it's so cold. I'm like, honey. Get used to the running because oh winter is going to be a whole nother story. So uh, I think we're in for a big winter. It's been a, a nice, this is a nice start to the season for us, for yes, the podcast. For sure. But I think we're in for a cold winter, don't you? Well, I mean, they kept saying it was going to be the coldest one on record, basically, mm-hmm. I guess, according to the Farmer's Almanac. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, I don't think it's been too bad. But I mean, it, it could kick in any moment. I think it's coming. You just never know. I think it's coming. <laughs> but we're ready. We're ready for the new year. And we're ready for the cold weather. Yes, yes. And we wish all of you a very happy 2024. And that is it for our first episode of the year. Yeah, that's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>